This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a... Hi, everyone. Welcome to Storytime, where we talk about all things real estate. I'm your host, Saad Wanir. Today, I have my friend and the leader of the awesome team over at RJ Inspection joining me. He's based in Greater Boston, and his team has done the majority of the inspections for my clients the last few years. Welcome to Storytime, Adam. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be part of this. I've seen this online uh, all the time, so I'm happy to finally be a guest. I'm excited to have you, man. Uh, for the folks tuning in, tell us a bit about yourself, your background, how you came to start uh, a home inspections company, specifically RJ. Sure. So um, I'm actually second generation home inspector, and I'm actually a contractor too, again, second generation. So I grew up with, you know, my father was a contractor. I was one of, one of those little kids working on sites, helping build the houses. Um, so I got my contractor's license around 2010. Is when you know I, I dove into home inspections. It was when I got licensed and kind of jumped into the company. Um, my father's company is the J of R and J, um, and ever since then I haven't looked back. And uh, now I've been running the company. Now you know kind of work. He made me work my way up the ladder a little bit, and now now I'm running the company. So here I am. Awesome, awesome. Wait, but you had you have a background, you were a scientist. Yeah. You know? So yeah, my dirty secret is that I was a scientist in a different life. So I actually went to uh, college, got my degree in microbiology and chemistry. Then I worked for a pharmaceutical company as a microbiologist for about five years. So kind of took that path. And once I decided to jump in both feet into home inspections, I left this science world and uh never looked back. Now, Adam, obviously you and I have been on a few inspections together. We were on one yesterday. Yeah. I'm sure I've worked with all the inspectors on your roster at this point. We've all seen some crazy things. Today, I thought it would be helpful for listeners to hear some inspection stories, get a lay of the land when it comes to inspections, and also get some guidance on how to think through a home inspection, what to look out for, what a report means in the grand scheme of things, waived inspections, of course, which has been a hot topic for the last few years, especially what that means, et cetera. So let's start off with a story from you. What's the craziest thing you've seen at an inspection? So um, it's funny because we have a thread with all of, of my team that where guys will always post stuff that they see. And that I've seen is, you know, in multifamilies, that's generally where you'll see some out of the Things, uh, things that have taught me to always knock before entering into a room. So there's that. Uh, there was one time where I remember, but you know, we have the uh, maintenance guy walking us around. Everyone's been notified that they were coming through. You know, we're knocking on. He opens the door. Now we're in the apartment. You know, that we don't hear anybody. And I walk into a room, and then there's two people under the sheet. Who knows what they were doing? I didn't look close enough. But basically, just that was the end of that unit. Sorry. So ever since then, even if people tell me like, you know, there's no one in that room, you're fine. I'm always knocking. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I have another yeah. crazy story that I we have a lot of animal ones, right? Where there's um, squirrels in the chimney, raccoons in the attic, birds flying around in the attic, stuff like that. Uh, oddball one. This wasn't me, but this is one of the old school inspectors. Um, he came across an alligator in a basement. I know you're thinking like this must have been down in Florida. Nope, this was in uh, I think Lowell where it was a three family. He goes down to the basement and they had an alligator chained up 
in the corner in like a uh, little kiddie pool. Uh, and behind the alligator, I don't know what they had, but it was almost like it, it was protecting something behind it. Uh, so needless to say, that section of the basement was not inspected. Um, well, yeah, live alligator, like just chopping, you know, at people that went close. To That's wild. Yep. Wait, so you said that was in a multifamily? Yep. Yeah, three family. And that was in the basement of the three family. In Lowell. In Lowell. <laughs> That's funny because uh, yesterday we were both in Lowell arguing with the listing agent about the waterways. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing to do with that. Right. The canal versus the river. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awesome. Um, all right. So so before we kind of get into the meat of the discussion, we're going to go through a bunch of different questions that I want you to answer because I think obviously given you're the pro and you see all these crazy situations and obviously have the most experience, um, I want the listeners to learn from you. I wanted to set the stage um, with some general info and a few stats about home inspections. Uh, some of it may be obvious to our, our listeners or some of our listeners, but it's helpful to review anyway. First off, approximately 80% of home buyers in the U.S. opt for a home inspection before purchasing a property. So that means 20% of people are waiving their home inspection uh, prior to putting an offer or purchasing the property. The cost of a home inspection can vary depending on the size and location of the property. On average, a home inspection may cost between $300 and $500, uh, but this can go higher for larger or more complex homes. For example, a complete inspection for a three-family the other day, you know, cost my client $950. Did that sound about right for you guys at RJ, Adam? For a three-family, that's a little high. I wonder if there was any add-ons with it. So the standard, you know, three-family price, I'm pretty sure is, might be close to $700 or something like that. Got it. So, I so if there was you add termite inspection, maybe radon, et cetera, it can, add up, it can get up to that. Exactly. Yep. Another piece, so a typical home inspection takes around two to three hours to complete. I've definitely been to home inspections where, where it takes far less than that, depending on the size of the uh, property. However, this depends on a lot of different factors as well. Like, I mean, not just size, but Adam mentioned add-ons and things like that. So those are some things to consider when it comes to completing a home inspection. Some common issues that home inspectors often uncover include roofing problems, electrical issues, plumbing leaks, HVAC system malfunctions, structural concerns. These are all important things that a buyer needs to be aware of before diving into the purchase of a property. So many real estate purchase contracts include what's called an inspection contingency, which allows the buyer to negotiate repairs or even withdraw from the deal if significant issues are found during the inspection. So it's really important to understand what that inspection contingency means for your offer and for your potential purchase. Home inspections, they provide buyers with an opportunity to assess the condition of a property and potentially negotiate repairs or a lower purchase price. They can also uncover safety hazards and structural issues, as we mentioned earlier, that may not be apparent during a casual walkthrough. Now, after the inspection, the inspector typically provides a detailed report that outlines their findings, complete with photographs and descriptions of any issues discovered. That report can oftentimes be very scary, and we'll talk about why it's important for that reason, why it's so important for the buyer to accompany the inspector and the agent at the actual home inspection. Lastly, a good home inspection can provide peace of mind to buyers, helping them make informed decisions. However, it can also lead to negotiations 
And in some cases, deals following through if significant issues are discovered. So now that I've set the stage, Adam, does any of what I mentioned, do you dis- any, any of that do you disagree with or anything that you want to add? Yeah. I mean, a couple of things, like when you talked about the 80% of people get a home inspection, I would say that that's probably nationally and probably historically. So recently, yeah. you know, I would say that that number went down because of the competitive nature of the market. So, uh, I mean, I don't have the accurate number, but for a while there was, I would say, um, you know, much less than 80% of home buyers were actually getting home inspection. Uh, this is you know, very interesting to look at historically. Cost um, of the home inspection, like you, like you said, absolutely depends on uh, house itself. One of the things that you had mentioned um, was how long it takes to do a home inspection. I would say, obviously, it varies on the property. Yeah, but it also varies on the inspector itself. So, I mean, we, I like to think that we've kind of, um, almost perfected the process to be efficient through the house without missing anything. So, I mean, the company's been around for over 30 years. So, you know, my father figured it out, taught me, and we've been fine tuning in ever since. So, I mean, I've heard stories of was on site for six hours. I mean, in my head, that just means that the person's not as uh, seasoned, I I guess. And plus the inspector's going to write most of it off site after the email it out. So just one more thing to think about. Yeah, everything else I think you nailed right on the hat. So, yeah, I think one thing one thing you mentioned too was about the uh, uh, obviously that eighty percent number is one hundred percent historical and uh, and national. Yeah, uh, naturally in Massachusetts things have been very interesting over the last few years. Waived inspections have been they've been more common nationally, but I think especially in the uh, Northeast, definitely, especially in the Northeast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, very good point there. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll delve into your tips, tricks, and things to keep in mind when it comes to home inspections. Hey, everyone. Saad here from Storytime. I hope you're enjoying all the talk about real estate. I absolutely love it. And I have been having a ton of fun putting these together for you. If you're liking what you're hearing, or even if you've learned something new, one thing that would be super helpful is if you would leave a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It would mean a ton to us. It helps us reach more people and build a community of real estate enthusiasts. Also, if you have any real estate questions, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me through my Instagram handle. That's Saad Munir. I'm easily searchable, but S-A-A-D. M-U-N-1-R, the I is a one, and I might even be able to answer your question in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning into Storytime. Hey everyone, Saad here from Storytime. I hope you're enjoying all the talk about real estate. I absolutely love it, and I have been having a ton of fun putting these together for you. If you're liking what you're hearing, or even if you've learned something new, one thing that would be super helpful is if you would leave a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It would mean a ton to us. It helps us reach more people and build a community of real estate enthusiasts. Also, if you have any real estate questions, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me through my Instagram handle. That's Saad Munir. I'm easily searchable, but S-A-A-D. M-U-N-1-R, the I is a one, and I might even be able to answer your question in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning into Storytime. 
Welcome back to Storytime. Today, we're talking about home inspections with my friend and Tory partner, Adam Wright from RJ Inspections. Adam, let's go through a bunch of questions related to inspections. I want listeners to get your take on all of these since you deal with these every day. You ready? Love it. Let's go. All right. So a good home inspection is pretty thorough. We all know that. But are there key categories of things that a home inspector is looking for? <laughs> so to me, I would say the important things are, I would say threefold, like big ticket items, safety items, and <clears throat> water intrusion. So if there's an area where water can get into the house, that can cause hidden damage. Um, however, it really does depend on the client, right? So if if there's a client that has, you know, three little kids running around, safety is probably going to be the biggest priority for them versus, you know, somebody, sure. you know, their kids are older or don't have kids kind of thing. Um, also, we never know people's financial situation. So sometimes they don't really care about the big ticket item. They just care, you know, about soundness, safety, stuff like that. Somebody has a brother that's an electrician, you know, it kind of changes, um, you know, where their priorities are. So I always like to, you know, ask the client if there's anything that they're specifically concerned about so that we can make sure to address it. But overall, it's basically picking items, make sure you're safe and make sure that no water getting into the house. So I think you make a really good point in terms of if somebody is looking to renovate a property, their goals are going to be very different. Exactly. Somebody who's trying to move in too. So understanding the goals of the buyer, super important. Is that something you typically find out directly from the buyer or do you ask the agent if you have a relationship with them? Or It's generally through the buyer. So, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, the buyer is the client. I mean, obviously we'll have a relationship with the agent. We'll know the agent. Um, but it's, you know, if they're the one paying us. We want to hear from them what their goals are, what they're looking for, to help better serve them. Um, and it's actually to the point, a lot of people don't know this, but like client it is, it's very private as far as the report where we're not allowed to send that report anyone other than them. If anyone calls us after to try to talk about the inspection, we can't even talk to them without the client's permission. We get that all the time. We're like the seller, the seller's agent will call us. We can't say anything without that client permission. I've had, I've had seller's agents ask for the report and I'm like, what? Which that's a whole like different um, can of worms because now if they have the report, now if that deal doesn't go through for some reason, it's supposed to disclose everything. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know why they would right. want that full report. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, uh, so one follow-up question on that, big ticket items. Can you explain a few of the examples? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. just going down the list, I'd say, you know, your roof, if you have to replace your roof, that's a big ticket item. If you have to replace all your siding or any hidden damage. That's a big ticket item. Um, all the windows in the house add up to a pretty good price tag. Um, that's just the outside. So inside, you want to talk about you know your heating system, your main electrical system, your plumbing system, um, your overall foundation structure, framing, um, you know extensive termite damage. So you always want a wood destroying insect inspection with every single home inspection, uh, and that's before we even get to the attic. So you know problems of ventilation in the attic, structure, water, all that kind of stuff. Does a home inspector need to be licensed? Yes. In Massachusetts, absolutely, yes. Um, and it's actually in every New England state, except for Maine, uh, you need to be licensed. In Maine, okay. you could do a home inspection. But you've actually been on a lot of them. You're probably pretty qualified. Um, but in Massachusetts, you need to do 75 hours of classroom, five 
training. You need to pass a national exam. It has a very high failure rate. And you need to do 25 observed inspections. That gets you your apprentice license. Then you need to work for at least a year and do a new, another at least 100 inspections. And, and you can be fully licensed as a Plus continuing okay. ads and everything else. So every home inspector in Massachusetts is very qualified. Any limitations that a home inspector has? Obviously, they're licensed to be a home inspector. But when it comes to like plumbing or the electrical or like the pest related stuff, are there any special licenses or any limitations that they have uh, that inspectors have when performing those types of tests? So the best analogy I've ever heard for like a home inspector is, is if you compare it to the medical field as in we're like the general practitioner, right? So if you go to your physical, you know, head to toe, they see something wrong with your skin, go see a dermatologist, something in your heart, go see a cardiologist, an oncologist. And they kind of refer you to the more qualified person in that field. Like general practitioner knows a lot about everything, but they send you that way. That's kind of what a home inspection is, where, you know, we'll comment on the electric, but the electrician that's going to do the work, so go talk to an electrician. You know, your foundation, you know, this is what I see, but you need a foundation specialist and, and possibly an engineer. So not every home inspector has a secondary license. I'm a licensed contractor and a licensed Not everybody is. So if you think of it that way, we kind of need to stay in our lane yeah, because we're not allowed to you know, perform the work on any house. We're not allowed to give referrals. So basically, we have to describe it and point them in the right with profession. You're not allowed to give pricing either, right? Nope, we are not allowed. That's the most common question we get all the time. If I told right. you your heating system is operating beyond its intended life. You need to be for air for replacement at any time. What's the next question out of your mind? Was like, well, how much yeah. would that be? Um, there are tricks around that for clients to get easy pricing, um, but we're not allowed to actually give a price. Even if we know the answer, even if we're qualified, you know, we're goes against our licensing. Makes so, sense. Um, what are your thoughts on waived home inspections? Yeah, I might be a little biased here as a home inspector, but I just but, think- But it just, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, not just as a home inspector, but like, like what is, what's, what's the risk that a, uh, that a potential buyer is taking on? What are some things to keep in mind? Those kind of things. Right. So I would say the, I mean, I understand the market and people need to feel competitive, but clients really do need to understand that that's a big risk that they're taking on. All those big ticket items that we just listed can add up to a lot of money. A lot of these people buying these houses are already stretching themselves pretty thin because of the price tags on the houses. Right. First time home buyers, they don't know how to fix anything. They move into this house and they have a whole world of problems that they're not prepared for. I hear of lawsuits all the time. It's just horror stories left and right. We actually do a lot of like post-closing home inspections. So they move in and they're like, well, what did I buy? Um, or right. even consultation. And sometimes these people get bad news that they weren't prepared for. The other danger is, you know, most builders that I know are, are fantastic. They do a quality. Uh, most uh, sellers are, you know, honorable and honest people, but not everybody is in this world. So there's some people out there that take advantage of the situation where they know there's a lot wrong with their house, but they can sell it now because of wave home inspections. And it's just a whole world of problems once you move in. Same thing with you know, people that bought a house to flip it. They leave a lot of stuff wrong with it because they don't think there'll be a home inspection. They press it up. 
So it really is dangerous right now to buy a house without a home inspection, without any type of professional eyes on it. You're really at risk financially moving into the house. So you mentioned getting an inspection after you close. So definitely anytime I've had a client uh, waive their inspection. Um, and like you said, sometimes like if they really want a house, like that's it necessitates that they waive their inspection to even have a chance, right? right? It's exactly. unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. But anytime that happens, I tell them and they get their offer accepted. I'm like, the first thing you should do is let's get that, let's get that inspection scheduled. So, so you, you know, right away, what you've gotten yourself into uh, and and you have a playbook, right? You have exactly. a playbook now for your ownership of the property, at least short and medium term. Yeah. Um, the other piece I wanted to add was one common thing that my clients and I have, have uh, used to our advantage is pre-offers. So um, if you feel like you need to waive your inspection and you, to have a chance, as long as the seller is willing to wait on the deadline and not they're not going to take like the first offer that comes through um then if you've got the time if you can schedule it a pre-offer inspection can be your like best friend right exactly. you can get like you said get those professional eyes in there if you can it allows you to waive your inspection because now you've got most professional eyes in there yes maybe you don't have the full report but you can get that later um but it gives you the information you need to make an educated decision rather than going in blind Exactly. It can help you maybe eliminate some red flags or maybe find some red flags to at least educate them so they're not going in completely blind. You know, will you be able yeah. to see every inch of the house and dig in the same as a full home inspection? No. Um, but, you know, a highly trained home inspector is going to be able to see a lot, uh, even in an abbreviated inspection like that. Right. Yeah. A lot, a lot can be found in, in less, I mean, usually those, those pre-offer inspections are an hour or so, and there's plenty that can be uncovered yeah. during that hour yeah. and regardless of the size of the home. Yeah. So. Any client who's thinking or, you know, is going to be waiving the inspection, um, I would tell them at least budget for something going wrong once you move in. So just don't, yeah. you know, wrap yourself, be prepared a little bit. You know, if you get that post-closing home inspection, at least if you're budgeting, it's like, okay, well, I need to cancel that fancy furniture order because, you know, I need sure. to do this. But be prepared to have some sort of cushion if you have no home inspection whatsoever. Right, right. Um, are there particular things that might come up in a home inspection that you would say, you know what, that's not worth it. I'm out. So we actually get asked this question all the time where, you know, would you buy this house? I'm paying this much for the house. Do you think it's worth that? And, you know, a couple of things. One, our license says that we can't respond to that. We're specifically prohibited from talking about the market value of the house or anything like that. Uh, but you know, we're really not the qualified ones to be doing that. That would be, you know, like, you know, or a lot of times the client's more qualified. They've looked at a hundred houses. They know about values. I just know how to tell them the condition of that. Uh, so there's nothing that would... I would say 99% of things can always be fixed. And so in my yeah. eyes, it's just a matter of what's it going to take to fix it? What's the urgency? Stuff like that. Um, currently, I've seen air down where, you know, people want to ask that question. I just tear this down. Um, it, it really is up to them. Um, I would say there's nothing that would say absolutely not, but it comes down to the client. Are there certain things that in your view sound scarier or maybe look scarier in a report than they actually are? 
Yes. Uh, well, so as far as the report goes, I always like to warn clients at the beginning that keep in mind, it's literally a list of everything negative that I can come up with on this house. Right. So if you're just reading a list of everything bad about the house, it's going to come across as extremely scary. So that's why it's really important, like you said before, that the client should be there so that they can hear it explained, kind of get real life perspective. So now there's no surprises in the report. They've heard everything talked about. Um, if you're if you're not at, on site and you just read the report, it, it's going to be scary. So if the, certain things that look yeah. worse on the report would be, you know, if I say that something is operating beyond its intended life and you know, they're prepared for replacement, well, if you weren't there to see it actually operating just fine as of now. Well, then you might not be as worried. If you weren't there to have me explain to you about mass save and how that exists and how they give you money to upgrade these things. You know, if you don't get the analogy of like, hey, it's kind of like an old car. If you take care of it, you go well beyond its right. life. It's a guideline, not a deadline. If you just read it hardcore, like this is an old system. They just panic and be like, oh my God, I need to buy a heating system. So it's good. That's why it's, you have to be there. I require my clients to be there. Um, yeah. I tell them, they, they ask me if, hey, do I need to be at the home inspection? I'm like, yes, you need to be there. And sometimes I've done FaceTime. I was going to say, I'm pretty right? sure I've even done them with you where, you know, they yeah, FaceTime. Yeah. I've done even that. But but they're at least there. Exactly. Right? They, they, can, they, can they can talk see, to you directly. They can see me, you know, describe the water heater and talk about it. And they're there live in real time. So there's, yeah, that's awesome. Right. And then, and, uh, and just a quick anecdote. So the inspection that Adam did uh, uh, for one of my clients yesterday, she texted me today. It was like, I'm so glad I was there. Adam told me uh, about all these things. If I looked at the report without being there, I don't, I don't know where my head would be. So, yeah. so case in point, I mean, it's a literally, literally that happened. In her today, report, so. you know, like that was actually her, her place was in one of the simplest. Yeah, it was a really good cleanest. thing. But even yeah. that, still, it's like, yeah, it's inspection reports yeah, you tough see, if you're not used to seeing them. Yeah, I mean, you see all the orange and the red and like whatever, like that can get scary for, especially first-time homebuyers. Exactly. Right? So that's actually why we added the blue category. Like before, we didn't have that, but you know, we wanted to have that extra category of like we have to write this, but you know, we're gonna put it in blue. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can kind of get right. more perspective. Definitely. Um, what are some of the typical or maybe not so typical add-ons to a home inspection? So the most typical, well. Wood destroying insect inspection. Um, I refer to that as an add-on because a lot of home inspection companies don't include that. We include it for free with every home. That, and if you use us, it's not a problem. But um, So one, make sure you get the wood destroying insect. The second would be radon, radon air testing. Um, that you know contributes to lung cancer. It's an actual health issue. And for all the old school people that thought it was fake, it's now been confirmed that it does contribute to lung cancer. And, a lot of people want to avoid that. Um, if you're on a well, water quality is very valuable because if you're going to be drinking that water, cooking with it, I would want to know what's in that water. Um, so water quality is a big one. So what about do you do you guys do you guys do anything with lead paint? We do not. We partner with a great company. Got it. Yeah, I asked that. I asked that because naturally, especially in Massachusetts, with all the older homes, it's it's and ever. I would say four out of every five homes, you have to sign a lead paint disclosure. So it's important for people to know what that is and, the, and that that's not 
a part of a normal home inspection. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Any house so. built before 78. And there's a lot of houses in New England that were built before 1978. And to be clear for, for the listeners, uh, built before 78 means including gut renovation. Unless it's new construction, it's still going to be something that technically might have some lead paint. Something for key folks to keep in mind. So we've talked about some of the things that a home inspector obviously doesn't cover. We talked about the lead paint piece. Is there anything else that a home inspector specifically cannot or does not cover? I would say that people need to know that our standards dictate this general visual uh, inspection of readily accessible, observable areas. That's what the standards say. So what that means is, you know, we don't have x-ray vision. We can't see through the walls. Um, if the client leaves something inaccessible, you know, we're really not supposed to move a lot of their stuff. I mean, we kind of do within reason so we can access things. Um, but keep in mind that we're a guest in these houses, meaning that um, you, know, you don't own the house yet. So we can't really, you know, treat it as though you we want to get accessible areas. So if something is completely blocked off, we can't start demoing the house in order to evaluate something. So we would just note it as a limitation and recommend the follow-up on them. This system is off, such as like if the, let's say the, the gas valve is off, if the water, the house is off, we're not allowed to turn those things on because there's risk involved in that. Um, so there, there can be some limitations, but we'll always explain them and then recommend further Another good example is testing the, uh, the AC unit in the winter, right? Exactly. You can't really if it, test that. If it's too cold out, you can actually damage and ruin an air conditioning system. So uh, one, the seller doesn't want us to do that. And two, as a buyer, I don't think you want us to do that either. Right. Which that's part of you know New England, right? So like sometimes if there's snow on the roof and you know, we can't get up there and shovel off the roof. However, you guys are buying no covering the roof. Yes, it's a negative. I can't see the surface of the shingles, but think of what a great test that is for the roof. You have all this weight sitting on the roof, you know, and you can tell if it's leaking or not. Uh, you know, there's positives to it. So. Is it common in Massachusetts for your experience for sellers to do pre-sale inspections? It's, it is common and there's different degrees on how people do it. So you can... Some sellers want to get that full list, the full home inspection, because they know they take care of the home, they know that there's not going to be a ton on it, um, and they'd rather just disclose that. Uh, I would say most people just want to know, like, the big ticket items. Um, so anything that could be like a showstopper or a deal killer kind of thing. Um, since, <clears throat> since technically it's not, like, pursuant to the sale for a buyer, um, what a homeowner can do is just a consultation meaning that they can have a home inspector go through and just walk through and verbally take their notes and uh, can get, you know, an idea of all the big ticket things. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of sellers are starting to do that um, just so they can avoid major problems. Now going back to buyers real quick, if it's a competitive situation, you really like the house and let's say a waived home inspection is on the table. Are there any particular recommendations? I know we touched on this briefly, but are there any particular recommendations or tips that you would give to that buyer? So I would say the biggest tip is to get some sort of professional in there with you. So, you know, find out when are offers due. I sometimes on Monday, sometimes on Tuesday. You know, if you know you're going to put in a strong offer, you know, invest, uh, you know, for us, it's $299. Invest the $299 
get a better picture so that you can feel more confident waving that. We actually um, keep openings on Mondays. I reserved for that. So that's when people need them. They need them right away. We try to make room for that. Yeah, so that's just a reminder to folks. Pre-offer inspections can really be a friend. Not everybody uses them. Not everybody is even aware of them. Not every agent is telling their clients about them. So just know that that's a tool that you can potentially use to really strengthen your offer, but reduce the amount of risk that uh, you're taking on. Now, I, well, one, of the, one, of, one situation I want to run by you, Adam, like, so I had a client of mine, um, they purchased a new construction uh, townhome not too far outside of Boston. Uh, and they waived their home inspection as part of their offer. Again, a lot of people who buy new construction, they choose to waive their home inspection or uh, the seller is basically like, hey, we'll do like a punch list walkthrough or punch list inspection type of thing. So um, that is pretty common in, in that greater Boston. Yeah. Um, but a month and a half into their moving in, one of the pipes burst. Uh, this was during the winter. Uh, and water started gushing through the recessed lighting as a result onto their furniture and to their floors. Um, so thankfully, they had their builder's warranty, so they were able to get the, the issues and damages addressed directly by the builder. And that's also common in Greater Boston. Is you, you, you buy something new construction, you get a one-year warranty directly from the builder. So that was goods, no cost. But obviously, there is some major headache there, right? And something that maybe could have been avoided. So that's my question to you is, would a home inspection have uncovered the potential for that to happen? Um, or is that just bad luck? I need to know more. So where was the leak? Do you know exactly? It was on the first floor. I mean, again, that was like, it was like right above the kitchen. Okay. They might, that might not have been something that, I mean, we'll call out any pipes that we think are a risk for freezing. Um, there's a chance that it could have been picked up. Um, but if it's behind the walls or if there's like a bad connection right. in a pipe, let's say it was just like a normal leak, we would have found that because we would have stressed it ran. Um, I, I don't know if all inspection would have caught that specific okay. issue in that one. If it was a frozen pipe <laughs> issue. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that would be right. a, if it was behind a wall. Um, a lot, yeah, they were living in the house for a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So that means they had been running the water. And then, you know, honestly, it kind of feels like a bad luck situation. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate for them. You know what we do sometimes, though, Saad, is um, I mean, we we do play of new construction stuff and, and stuff always comes up. Uh, yeah. But what a lot of people hire us for is they bring us in at 11 months. <laughs> so right before the one year warranty gives up. So, like, if we don't do the warranty at the beginning, if we don't do the inspection, like when they move in for the punch list or like that, a lot of times they'll bring us in at 11 months to be like, hey, I want, is there anything I should bring up for this builder? Um, and then, you know, sometimes they already know the issue. They want them documented by a professional so that they can kind of present. Yeah, that's a great tip. Yeah. Um, so, so for, would you recommend them for somebody who buys new construction to wait to do their inspection? Um, like instead of doing it right after they move in, if they have waived their inspection, to just wait until the builder's warranty is getting close to running out? So, I mean, the, there would be different advantages to both. Um, I mean... I guess you could do both. Yeah, too. honestly, right. what yeah. what they could probably do is like, you know, the full inspection at the uh, you know, first movement. But the big part about that is like, when I don't get because of everything like original that first at the beginning of the year. 
And then the satellites come in to do a consultation. So right. it's cheaper, right. you're not spending a bunch on the consultation, but we also have those references. So now we can kind of go through with you. Like, okay, I see something wrong. It's like, hey, see how that looks like that. There's an issue there. Ideal world, you do the full home stretch and then follow up. So you have some before you have some before reference and some uh, like after reference as you approach the end of uh, exactly the builder's warranty. Yep, nice. Uh, So anything else, Adam, that you wanted to share with listeners when it comes to home inspections? What's happening in the home inspection world? Maybe another story. So I mean, one thing that's happening in the home inspection world is. Because there's been so many issues with home buyers, you know, feeling like they're forced to waive inspections and getting into a house that they have problems with, there's now a consumer protection bill being proposed to kind of protect those buyers and not just protect the buyers, but protect the agents. So those agents, you know, now they're getting sued when it's not their fault. They're stuck and it's just a lot of turmoil there. So the thing that's being proposed is basically to, um, give everybody the right to a home inspection. If, so if this bill passes, what it would look like is everybody has the right to a home inspection. No one can accept offers based on waiving. Basically, you just can't even talk about if you're waiving it or if you're not. It doesn't force people at a home inspection. It does not make anything mandatory. just always allows them the option. And the other thing it would still allow is it would still allow that aggregate for negotiation. Um, the way I kind of look at it is like, okay, you're not allowed to say if you're waiving it, you're not allowed to say there's no one can accept it pending, you know, but let's say you, in your offer, you say my aggregate for negotiation is hundred thousand dollars. You're kind of saying that, Hey, look, I might have a home inspection, but we're not really going to talk about anything unless the house is like collapsing here. So I think if it does get passed. It would avoid a lot of these lawsuits that are coming up against agents and against sellers and you know that, that whole ugliness. Um, but it'll just protect the consumer. You know these people that are buying the biggest purchase of their entire lives. Right. It'll give them to the right to you know to a safe, habitable home that they're not going to get you know stuck with. So, so, so just to be clear, it's not about waving or not. It's just about the aggregate. The aggregate's going to be a part of the offer or a part of the negotiation. So you don't have to put the, the aggregate. Answer. You don't have to put okay. the aggregate. It would basically say that, you know, like you put your offer in, just you know, a regular offer without an aggregate, you don't put anything about a home inspection. They know that you have the right to a home inspection, no matter what. Um, but if you kind of wanted to fix that, you know, you're not going to mess around or nickel and dime, you could say, you know, hey, the aggregate's going to be, you know, fun so yeah yeah so in- inspection caps are so or, or aggregates as you call them yeah. like they're they're pretty common right now i mean they're right now yeah exactly inspection contingencies um especially for folks who don't want to waive i i'd say they became signal. they became pretty popular in the past couple of years after all yeah. the waving and right it allows right. people into the form uh, definitely um awesome well so so for our listeners Here's what inspections come down to, right? If you haven't figured it out already, this purchase is likely your biggest investment. Knowing what you're getting into, what challenges there may be, et cetera, is extremely important. Every home has its issues. Adam will tell you that. I'll tell you that. Everybody who's in real estate will tell you that. 
even if it's brand new, right? I just I just used that example of my client a couple of years ago who bought that new construction town home. It still could have issues. And an inspector will find something. But knowing what those are, so you have that playbook for how to take care of that investment is critical. Hopefully, you can get that inspection before you commit to buying anything. But if you need to waive, getting a home inspection as soon as you close would be highly recommended. Uh, again, keep in mind, you have that pre-offer inspection as part of your toolkit as well. It's a small cost. An inspection is uh, relatively for the peace of mind that you get uh, before you go down the, the home ownership journey or, you know, or your investment property journey or what have you. Um, Adam, thanks for jumping on today, man. Always appreciate you and the support you and your team give to me and my clients. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, always a pleasure working with you out in the field, and I'm sure I'll see you out there again soon. Definitely, man. Thanks for joining us today. Storytime is a production of Refillion Media. It's produced by Ari Matei. Follow me at Saad Munir, that's S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R, on Instagram, and follow Tori at Tori Homes, and of course, RJ Inspections at RJ Home Inspections. Once again, I'm Saad Munir. Until next time.